Project Taryag Day 47, and we're starting with Mitzvah Resh Tzadi Tes, discussing the mitzvahs applicable to Yom Tov. And this mitzvah is Mitzvah's Carbon Musaf Kol Shiva Simeya Pesach, the mitzvah to bring the Carbon Musaf, which was an added carbon in the Beis Hamikdash all the seven days of Pesach. The pasuk says Ve'Kraftim Ishad Hashem Shiva Yom. One has to bring the sacrifice of Hashem for all the seven days, and that is uh, as an Ayla. Two parim, two bulls, one ram, and seven sheep, as well as a carbon chattis. The reason for the mitzvah, like all the mitzvahs of the carbonus, that a person being a physical being is impressed by physical things. And if that's the case, when you want to show an extra level of kedusha, because of Yom Tif, we want to show, we bring extra carbonus. That's what draws a person's attention. The halach is that if one doesn't have all the sacrifices, he needs for the musaf, you can bring the ones that he does have, the aunt ma'akev, each other. Same thing if a person is normally meant to bring the musaf after the carbon tamid, the daily offering which is brought every day. If a person doesn't have a tamid, he can still bring those animals of the musaf that he does have. Each musaf comes with its own wine offering and flower offering, which have to be brought as well, with different measures for the pyre, for the, the bull, the ram, and the, and the sheep. The smitzvah only would apply in time the best adventure the carbonus could be brought by the male koinim who instructed to bring carbonus. And if the koinim were over in this mitzvah and they didn't bring the carbon musaf, they have to those mitzvahs as say. But it doesn't apply to B'nai Israel. B'nai Israel aren't able to and not required to do that word in the best of English. Mitzvah Shin, and there is a mitzvah of not doing melacha or mitzvah of resting on the seventh day of Pesach. The Pasuk says, same thing as the first day, Mikra Kodesh, a day which is called Kodesh, which means sanctified, and we're not meant to be doing Malacha. This is a positive commandment um, to rest from work on the seventh day of Pesach. The same as the rules of the first day of Pesach, which means all Malachas avoided, also Malacha regarding food preparation would be Mutzah. And the continuation of Mitzvah Shin Aleph is a negative Mitzvah, which is on the seventh day of Pesach, a person is not allowed to do any form of melacha. The reason for this is the same as the reason for every Yom Tov, like I said previously, that the Torah is mechayev uh, as to refrain from doing melacha, so that we'll be able to focus on the historical importance and the spiritual effect of that day of Yom Tov. In the Raisa, Yom Tov is only one day. However, Chazal will attack in the second day of Yom Tov for the following reason, and that is since the date that Yom Tov falls depends on when Rosh Chodesh is, and since, as we learned previously, the responsibility of deciding Rosh Chodesh was given to the Beistin, and that would depend when they receive testimony from two witnesses. If that's the case, it could fluctuate from month to month if the new month would begin on the 30th or 31st day of the previous month. And the difference would be when we start counting that month, when the Yom Tov of that month would fall. Therefore, based in once they decided to, when Rosh Chodesh was going to be and declared it to be Rosh Chodesh, would send messengers to inform the diaspora of when Rosh Chodesh was, so that way they would know when to make Yom Tov. However, because of the difficulties of travel at the time, the messengers of based in would not always reach the far-flung Jewish communities in time for Yom Tov. In which case, they would have a doubt as to which of the two days Yom Tov was meant to be, which means 
let's say the case of Pesach, which is the 15th of the month, would it be 15 days after the 30th day of the previous month, or 15 days after the 31st day of the previous month? And since they didn't have any clear instruction, the messengers of Basin hadn't yet arrived, they would keep both days, Misafik, not to be over the Isra of doing Malacha on Yom Tif. However, those places which were close enough to Eretz Yisrael, that they would be informed in good time by the messengers of Bezdin when Rosh Chodesh had fallen, would only have to keep one day this Xerid Rabbanah did not apply to them. Even though today Bezdin no longer accept testimony and decide when to establish Rosh Chodesh, there's a fixed calendar which has been given to us, and therefore Jews around the globe know exactly when Rosh Chodesh was going to be. The Gemara already says that once the Minag, which was established in areas far from Eretz Yisrael, was to keep Shudas of Yom Tov, that Minag remains binding, and therefore places like that are still in Mechoyev Midrabanan, based on this Minag, to keep two days today. The difference this makes is that normally in places where they kept two days because of the Suffolk, they weren't clear which of the two days Yom Tov really was, so then we have a principle called Mimonov Shach, which means something can't be Osir on both days because really only one of them is Yom Tif. And that's the case, for, as an example, the halacha is an egg which has been laid on Yom Tif is Osir to eat. It wasn't Mukhan, it wasn't prepared from before Yom Tif. That's the case. In a two-day Yom Tif, the Gemara says that if an egg had been laid on the first day, it would be permitted on the second day, the reason being that either one of them isn't Yom Tov. So if yesterday was Yom Tov, today is no longer Yom Tov, then the Isra wouldn't apply. And if today is Yom Tov, then the egg was laid before Yom Tov, in which case there would be no Isra either. However, there are those who show him, the Chinuch seems to side with them, who hold that today we're not keeping two days Yom Tov because of a Sothek, a doubt. We know exactly when Rishchodesh fell and when Yom Tov is meant to be. And if that's the case, today we're keeping two days because of a Takana of Chazal, if that's the case, they hold that this principle would not apply, and therefore, since both days are, are Yom Tov, the, the egg would be also for the duration of both of these two days. Mitzvah Shin Beis. That's a mitzvah of bringing the carbon of Omer out of Bali. The says, You must bring the Omer, the first of your harvest, to the coin, and you'll bring on the Mizbech. The day and when is this brought? The Pasuk says, which the Chazal tell us refers to the day following Pesach. In other words, Pesach is the 15th of Nisan, the night after Pesach, the night of the 16th of Nisan, is the night when Israel will prepare the carbon Omer, and then the day of the 16th was when it was brought. The carbon Omer was brought together with the carbon, which was a sheep, and the, the and the comets, a handful of the Omer, after being prepared, will be brought in the Mizbech. The Chazal tells in detail that there was a long procedure for how they would prepare the Korban Omer. It says that in the night following Pesach, all the, area, all the people in the areas around Yerushalayim would gather. They would find the place nearest Yerushalayim where the barley had grown and was already ripe. And they would uh, gather to to reap the, the grains of the body the Lachazun has to use fresh uh, grain 
and with the, with the night following Pesach, whether it be a weekday or Shabbos, the mitzvah of the Omer would apply. There would be three people whose job was to cut down the grains, and they needed a share of three sa'ah of barley which they would harvest. And the Gemara says that before every action they did, they would ask the same thing three times. Should we cut this grain? Should we cut this grain? Should we cut this grain? Should we put it into this basket? Should we put it into this basket? And in which case everybody would confirm that's what they were meant to do. Thereafter, they took they took the three sa'ah which they had gathered. They would sift it or grind it down until they had only one isaron, which is a much smaller share left, which had been sifted 13 times. The remainders can be sold and used by anybody. It's, it's not Kodesh. But the one isaron which was left from the body flour, so to speak, they would mix it with oil and add the voila, which is a kind of incense, and they would bring it, they would wave it, like a kabonis which needs to be waving, and we brought on the Mizbech. The reason for the build procedure is because the opponents of Kayis from the time the second base of Mikdash claimed that the Omer should not be brought on the night following Yom Tov, it should be brought on a Matzah Shabbos. And therefore, in order to show publicly how the Omer was meant to be brought, Chazal instituted this whole ceremony that everybody would be witness to and be a part of how they brought the Karban Omer. The reason for the mitzvah, the Chinuch says, is that it gives us opportunity to reflect on the Ches that Hashem does for us every year, that he, prepared, that he grows a new crop of wheat, which is our sustenance, so to speak, a harvest of the year, and in this case, the Omer was the barley which grows before the wheat, and therefore, with the first thing which grows the body of the grains, we're going to sacrifice to Hashem to remember His chesed to us. There's also has a reciprocal effect, and there's, as a result, HaKadosh Baruch sends down more blessing, more bounty, more shepherd to people. The reason we don't do this on the first day of Pesach was because we already have the Simcha of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which is the theme of the first day, and therefore not to mix two Simchas, Hashem pushes off the bring of the Omer to the second day. This mitzvah applies in the time of the Beis HaMikdash when they could bring Karbonus to the male Karnim, who were hired to bring the Karbon, and also to Yisraelim, who were part of being the involvement in preparing for the mitzvah. Like we saw before, it was done Berovam with many people. The actual activities involved have been done by Karnim, but... Nevertheless, since Kaishal participated in it, as mentioned, it's one of the mitzvahs which are applicable to all Kal Yisrael. Mitzvah Shem Gimel, and there's a continuation, not to eat from the new grain until the 16th of Nisan, or when the has been brought. The pastor says clearly, A person can't eat bread, or anything baked, or roast wheat from the new crop, until the day of the 16th of Nisan when the Omer is meant to be brought because since the person's primary food is the grains and therefore the first, it's appropriate that before we eat, eat ourselves we bring carbon to Hashem from it and therefore just like the Gemara says a person who should not get Hanar from this world before making a bracha and thanking Hashem same thing over here a person who wasn't meant to get Hanar from a new crop until a certain part of it has been brought up as a carbon to Hashem this isa only applies to the five grains, which are wheat, barley, spilt, oats, and rye, which in halakhic terms are considered things which bread can be produced from. 
and it only applies in the time of the Beis Hamikdash when there was a carbon to bring, because once they brought the carbon, then everyone else was allowed to eat from the new grain. In places which were far away from Yishlaim, and therefore they wouldn't know exactly where the carbon had been brought. Where Halacha says after Chatzos, after midday it's mutter, because for sure by that stage the carbon had been brought. Today we have no Beis Hamikdash. If that's the case, it's also for us to eat from the new grain the whole of the day of the 16th of Nisan. However, after that, it becomes mutter to us even though we haven't brought and we aren't able to bring a carbon. The Chinuch also says there are those places where they keep two days of Yom Tov, which means it's because they're not sure if which of those two is really the 15th. If that's the case, the following day will be potentially the 16th. And if that's the case, according to the Chinuch, it would be also to eat from the new grain until the third day of Pesach, which would definitely not be the 15th or the 16th, then the, the, those three days would be also. And if you're only on the 17th of Nisan, where it will be more for people in Chutzlar to eat from the new grain. This is to apply in every place and time, even when there's no best of English, like we said, it's also to eat from the new grain before the end of the day of the 16th or the 17th of Nisan. It applies to men and to women equally. And if a person is over in this and eats from the new grain before that time, like every Mitzvah Slater say, he should be Chayav Malkus. The Rambam, interestingly enough, brings another Mitzvah here, that's Mitzvah Shin Dalet, and that is besides for eating from the new grain, he makes a special Mitzvah not to eat Kali, roasted wheat from the new grain, until that time. The boss says, V'lechem v'koli v'karamel le'toichlo. Kali is the wheat kernels which were roasted over an open fire, they weren't ground and made into flour. And that would also be also, even though the primary use, so to speak, of wheat is for bread, nevertheless, using the wheat seeds to be eaten in a different way would be, be also as well, in the same way as all the previous uh, cases were also. Mitzvah Shinhei, and that is not to eat caramel from the Tzvuch Adasha, Ariyamahu. Again, the continuation of the same pasuk, V'lechem v'kali v'karamel le'etoichlo. Caramel is when the wheat is roasted still in the sheaf, it hasn't been separated into individual seeds. And because the Torah specifies each one as an Isser, the Ramam counts each one as a separate mitzvah, and therefore if a person would be over and eat all three, he would be Chayav Malchus three times. Mitzvah Shinvav, and that's the mitzvah of Svira Sa'imer. The Prophet says, Supposedness to count. 49 days, <coughs> starting from the day that he brings the carbon of Omer, which is the day of the second day of Pesach, the 16th of Nisan. And we have a chayv, we have an, response, an obligation to count every day that day, and same thing we have to count every week. The Basak says, seven weeks, and it says 50 days. And therefore, we have a chayv to count the day and also the week where it's holding. There were those who held, we only have to count the weeks at the end of each week. So, for example, when we get to 7, we say week 1. we get to 14, we say week 2. But the way we hold it is that every day we mention the days and the weeks at the same time. Even though one's meant to count the days and the weeks, it's not two mitzvahs, it's parts of one mitzvah. We don't make two separate brachas on counting days and counting weeks. It's two parts of how we count, which is two facets of the same mitzvah. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch, because since the primary goal of Klai Yisrael is to receive the Torah, and that's the cause of creation, that's what we're here to learn and to keep, and that's what sustains the world. If not for the Torah, the world would have gone back to nothingness. 
And that's the reason we came out of Mitzrayim, that we came out in, in order to receive the Torah. And like Hashem told Moshe right at the beginning, Hashem is taking us out of Mitzrayim to serve him on Harasinai. If that's the case, when Pasha will come out of Mitzrayim, so they look forward to this great achievement, this great ability that they're going to get, this great gift they're going to be given. And therefore, Hashem told us to prepare from when we came out of Mitzrayim in order to be get to Matan Torah. And that shows the primacy of receiving the Torah out of Avitiyah's Mitzrayim because the one is a tafel, so to speak, a preparation for the other one. If that's the case, we count from Pesach every day until we get to the Torah. The Shabbat of Shein Achevet Sagodl. How much we want and looking forward to the Yom HaNichpod of Libenu. The day which we so dear and precious to us. And therefore we keep waiting to know when it's going to come. Why? Because by counting towards something shows by a person how much he's focused on it, how much he wants it. And the reason we count the Shavis Omer, not how many days we have left, but how many days have already passed, because that shows more how much we're looking forward to getting to the time, because we only start with 50 days, that sounds like a lot. The Rabbi start the other way around, and we say we've already counted one day, already two days, and that's more motivates us to try and achieve and reach the final goal. We don't start from the first day of Pesach because the Nase of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was a big enough Nase in its own right and we should be focused just on that on the first day of Pesach but immediately afterwards we're now looking forward and starting to count towards Matan Torah. The Pesach says they're meant to be Tzmimo's full days and therefore we start counting at night so that we have the whole 24 hour period of the day. If a person forgot to count that night he should still count the next day. And if a person forgot a whole 24-hour period and left out a day of the counting, so then there's, you should carry on counting, but since there's an argument, if all the 49 days are one mitzvah, or each one is its own part of the mitzvah, therefore he would not be able to make a bracha anymore on the subsequent days. The person is meant to count standing up, and this mitzvah, Sirius Omer, applies midraisa to men in every place, because it's a time-bound mitzvah. In the time of the Torah, when the time of Beis Hamikdash, that would be the Ikad Deraisas from the day after we brought the Korban Omer, and the Chinuch's opinion is that today it still applies with Rabbanon at least, and therefore if a person forgot to count the Beis Omer, he's been mevatel this mitzvah sasei.